I'm honestly surprised I lived past the age of 12. I was shot in the leg when I was 12. Did you shoot yourself in the leg? Hell no, I was trespassing. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the Archispeak Podcast. The podcast for architects by architects, where we discuss all things about architecture. I'm Neil Pan. Each episode, Evan Troxel, Cormac Phelan, and me invite you in on the conversation as we talk about everything in the profession, both the good and the bad. Maybe you're considering a career in architecture, you're still in school, or you've been around the block more times than you'd like to admit. Join us in the studio as we gather around the water cooler and talk about this profession we call architecture. It's time for some Arcuspeak. Welcome to episode 76 of the Arcuspeak podcast. I'm Neil Pan. I'm Evan Troxel. And I'm Cormac Phelan. And this episode of Arcuspeak is sponsored by Arcat. Visit them at arcat.com. We'll talk more about them later in the show, but first, we have a couple of friends of the show to announce. That's right, we've got two. This first one is Nancy LaFleur from St. Petersburg, Florida. And uh, Nancy knows somebody on the show, personally. So, Cormac, who's Nancy? That would be my older sister. And it sounds like she's learning a lot about you on the show. Uh, she... <laughs> it, it's just pro- it's just proving that I think I need to call her a, l- a little more often. Yeah. <laughs> I only hear his voice when he's on the show. He doesn't call me that much. Well, that was very nice of Nancy to donate to the show, and uh, we appreciate it, Nancy. Thank you very much. Our second friend of the show is Mark McTeer from Rio Vista, California. He's not one of my sisters. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you very much, Mark, for becoming a friend of the show. And uh, if you would like to become a friend of the show and get your name read on the podcast and get our gratitude, we would love to hear from you at com slash donate. And any donation over $5 really helps the show. And it is also something that uh, makes the show possible. So head on over to com slash donate and become a friend of the show. We would appreciate that. And Mark, if you want, you can be uh, Neil's sister. Yeah, honorary. Really? <laughs> I don't think he's going to appreciate me saying he could be your sister. You, sorry, Neil can be your sister. There you go. <laughs> there. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, uh, hmm. what are we talking about on this episode, guys? Uh, holidays, right? Uh, they are upon us. What about the work schedule around the holidays? I mean, you guys both work in larger offices. So how, how does that work with people taking time off, the deadlines for your particular projects? How, how does that working? One, one word for holidays and work schedule, inconvenient. There's never a convenient time for anything, though. <laughs> well, that's true. Taking any but time I, off or... I think the holidays just tends to make it even worse because... I'm pretty sure with you guys, you know, your clients, uh, our clients are always expecting us to make a permit submission around the holidays. Why? 
don't know why. It, every because it's the end of the year. <laughs> ended, well, yeah, I guess so. Oh, we want to get you know want to get it in there before the next. Uh, yeah, there's something magical about the end of the year. Am I right? Well, in yeah, their mind, the interesting thing about it is, and uh, we were mentioning it pre-show, but they're never in the office. So. Say, for instance, we do a permit submission and we have uh, we get permit comments back and things like that. And it, it, well, first of all, when we do a permit submission, Neil, what was that date that you said it usually happens? December twenty second. December twenty second, right? Yeah, yeah. So you can say that you got your permit submission in, and uh, but no one's going to look at it for. At least two weeks. January sixth, seventh, maybe. Yeah, it's just going to sit there, right? Well, that's that. That's when they, you know, log it in and say, "Oh, yeah." Um, oh no, 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 go. no! It gets logged in on the twenty second. That's important because if there's a code change that comes January one, it's technically under the old code or whatever the old code might have been in December, right? Yep. Yeah, we were under that that last year, big time, because of all the. California energy code stuff that was getting updated for this code cycle. So there was a huge push to get project in last year. So does that mean that a project goes in, say, maybe not a hundred percent? Do projects ever go? What is a project? I mean, normally we say honestly, 95% and even yeah. that is like pushing it. Right. Oh yeah. Well, I usually say 95% with 25% to go. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's fuzzy math. Exactly. <laughs> it's a GMP set. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So what what it really is is it means people are working a lot of overtime. Yeah, yeah. Usually. It just depends. I I think that like Cormac said there's never a convenient time to take time off and I think it'd be interesting to kind of talk about the difference uh, just the experiences that we've had so that people who are out there in different scenarios than we're in can hear about what, you know, some of the different things that are, that go on out there. But in, in our firm, it really, it, it seems to come and go. Like there will be years where for two or three years in a row where you will work over the holidays. And, and our firm does close down between Christmas and new year because nobody else is working, right? Nobody else is working. Um, but and and we have to take we have to take our own PTO for that. I mean, it's not like we get free vacation days or anything like that. But it's just kind of a an understanding we, that everybody has. What? Sorry, gotta stop you here. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so your your office closes. That's with quotation but marks around make it. Make you yes use your own time for that. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> That's unfair. I mean, they're closed. Well, you can go in as long as you uh, set it up with your supervisor ahead of time and you can work. But yeah, I mean, just the, the overall understanding and this kind of just goes out to all the consultants and it goes out to our clients is that the office is closed down for those days because nobody's open for those days. And they, they sell it as, you know, everyone's home spending time with their families and everybody knows that all the architects are checking their emails every day, every minute, whatever, anyway. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> yeah, but, uh, and like I said, it, it, there's some years where it just doesn't happen. You're, people might work from home a little bit more those, those days of the year, but for the most part, if there's a deadline, it, it always seems to come, you know, it late in December or maybe it's even early in January where the project has to get 
submitted so that it can go sit on the state's shelves for six months or whatever. It just has to get in, and, and when something has to be submitted, there's no such thing as, as time off. Right. Absolutely. In fact, there's <laughs> the time off is sleep. Yeah. And I know right now, like our just our studio alone is going after seven projects. There's tons of RFPs out there right now. So they're they're going they're like legitimately pursuing seven different huge projects right now. And when is that supposed to happen? When when do you <laughs> so so there's no time off right now. Uh, Evan, we need some graphics for this uh, submission, you know, this RFP submission. Um, you know, just do it on your extra time or, yeah. or on your free time. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I've got that. Yeah, I remember uh, there was one Christmas where I was headed up to Tahoe. And so I'm in the car with a laptop and I'm doing a bunch of writing for the for the submission and, you know, a bunch of design narrative stuff. And um, I'm get get up there and I'm emailing it and back and forth and working and it's like everybody else is out playing, you know, making snowmen and, and snowboarding and going sledding. And then I get back and it's like straight to the office and we're we have this whole like work party going where everybody's got all the submittal binders laid out and like assembly line process and people are putting these things together and uh you know there's nobody else in the office but that's just how it goes some years. And, and then there's other years where it's like, nobody's around. Like right now it's funny, like, you know, Thanksgiving time. Uh, okay. So you're not going to be here this day and you're not going to be here this day. And then you're off this week. And then I'm off the week after that. And then there, the project architects off the week after that. And so everybody's schedule is just like all over the place and it doesn't seem like anything's going to get done. Right. Easter famine. We have, I, I, I hate to say, it, but Thanksgiving is coming at the most inconvenient time because we've got to pull together a bunch of graphics and stuff for the current pro- project that I'm working on, and it's uh, we've got a ad hoc committee meeting Thursday of next week, and we've got to get several. I think we promised them six to eight renderings and you know, cause those are easy to do. Uh-huh. That's what happens in the cloud, right? Um, illustrative, uh, site plans and floor plans. And all of this is pretty much, we just made a bunch of changes to both the facade and the site plans. Floor plans were, were pretty well set on. You know, so now we have to do all of that because thankfully Revit and Photoshop and SketchUp and everything else has an easy button. We can just <laughs> press it and go on our merry way. And, and of course, everybody, everybody on the team is going to be out of town for the Thanksgiving holiday. So um, it yeah. just so there's going to be a late, late night uh Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of this week, which we've kind of done. And then next week will be a lot of late, late nights pulling everything together. So, you know, it's just a, it's kind of a amazing that, you know, the, it's a, it just comes at a, at a, at a horrible time. I mean, there, you're right. There's, there is no good time. I was just going to say, is there ever a good time, you know, holiday or not that, that, I mean, it seems we, we go through this same process over the summer, right? 
It's like uh, everybody wants oh, to take yeah. their their time well, off and go somewhere in the summer. We do a whole show where we're going to go and what we're doing, and and yet, yeah, you know, we it's the same crap all summer long. Yeah, you know, this is probably you know we're we're bitching about this and kind of tongue in cheek here, but I mean it's a whole lot better than the than the the shit storm of years we've had the last six years of no work. Look, right? Yeah, the alternative of of having no work is is this is far better. And to be quite honest with you, this is just what we do. This is this is our job. I mean, we live we live on cycles of of deadlines and milestones. Yeah, if you didn't figure and, that out when you were in school, exactly. there's no hope for you. <laughs> oh yeah, if, if your professors <laughs> forgot to tell you that that linear time is measured by milestones and deadlines, then uh, get used to it. Because I mean, in fact, it's you say well. Like our our next deadline is you know other than these little committee meetings, our next deadline is the fifteenth uh, of um, January, and so all we're thinking of is how many weeks is it between now and the fifteenth of January. So, and that's how we measure our life. Right? How many weeks do we have left? How many working days do we have between now and then? Which means seven per week and, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, divided by seven one of my favorite inconveniences was uh we had we'd put a project out to bid and it was like early december when we put it out and of course what does that mean that means that we are going to have rfi questions and we'll have to issue out addendums and things like that well i had to go on it was one of those vacation times of use it or lose it, and that our, everything was already planned and ready to go. And I had a cell phone that was pretty much never hung up because they were asking, you know, they would email me the um, the RFI questions, and I would, and, I, and yes, I did take a set of documents with me. Um, both specs and drawings and as they're basically i'm dictating to them how to answer each of these rfi questions and going through and it's just like okay and reference this page and this section and you know going through and basically telling them exactly what they need to do because i didn't have a computer at or i mean i didn't have a computer available um in the middle of the woods and uh, just cut, I did have cell service. I just didn't have uh, you know Wi-Fi, so I couldn't really um, do anything at the time. And it was before I uh, realized that I could pair off my phone. Thankfully, I didn't realize that at the time. And, <laughs> yeah, more uh, people need to not realize that. Exactly. But it was uh, you know I I sat there you know and at least a good three days of a seven day trip was spent on the phone formulating, um, you know, responses to, to, uh, RFI questions that, you know, and then how, how to create. So I think we had issued two addendums in seven days, the seven days that I was gone and I pretty much did all of them. And I can guarantee you that all of that time that I spent on the phone, did not come out of my uh, PTO time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I charged it. You better. 
So let me ask, guys. I mean, really, is this worth it? Is, Do you mean, will the world end if we don't work? Yeah. I mean, come <laughs> on. Seriously? I mean, I mean, I missed an entire weekend once uh, to go away just because of the stresses of work and trying to get something done and not being able to leave on time. And, and you know what? Big frickin' mistake. I should have just dropped, you know, dropped, you know, did the uh, symbolic drop the mic. I'm gone. See you later. Sorry. Cut the cord. Yeah, I'm done. I have a, a, a weekend life. away. <laughs> yeah, you well, know what? You have a life. Arch- architects, guys, listen, girls, everybody, you have a life. Go frickin' live it. Because, you know, sitting in the office or sitting at home and or dictating RFIs from underneath a pine tree is just <laughs> frickin' wrong. It's wrong. What other damn profession does this? Maybe there's a lot. I don't know. Maybe every profession retail. does this. <laughs> retail, yeah, retail can't do I it. I totally feel sorry. I mean, yeah. here in the United States for the Thanksgiving holiday. Restaurants and retail. A little crazy, okay. but... Uh, I mean, yeah, okay, retail, but I mean, still, there, there's laws, right? I mean, you can only work so many hours in a shift, no. and there has to be so many hours between two shifts and stuff like that. There's laws against this, and yet for our profession in architecture, we ignore that all, and we work on our vacations. Um, it, it's because It's they, not right. It's because almost, well, I won't say every profession is like this, but there are a few professions that are similar to architecture where we cannot unplug. We carry it home with us just because we're thinking about the project. Well, and we're like, what, oh, you know, I mean, when, when Evan says that he has a, um, a notepad near his bed that when he wakes up and he <laughs> has that aha moment – and he gets up and he jots something down or sketches something up or whatever. Got the waterproof paper in the shower. <laughs> you can't, exactly. <laughs> That's going to go on the holiday gift guide. That's right. Exactly. Um, you know, it's just we we don't we don't detach. We carry it home with us. Um, when you're and I worked retail, you can, so you can say and, you carry that. You know, I mean, we all come home from a day at the office or something, and and like. You know, we carry our baggage at home, but that, that there's there's that part. But then there's the other part of I am now going to work. I'm doing work. I'm drawing something. I'm replying to an RFI. I'm doing this. That's to me. That's two different things. Or randomly thinking about it in the shower. That's one thing. But uh, you're not billing that every every minute. <laughs> a minute here. The, minute maybe there. That's, Distinction, right? Is this billable time or not billable? Well, of course it is. It is, but do if you? If you were a lawyer, you'd bill it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think there's two two interesting things to think about here. The first the first one is uh, we I think we've all kind of figured out that that when your your mind is in two places at once, you're doing neither things well, right? So if you're on vacation and your family is vying for your attention and you're doing an activity uh, and you're answering RFIs, you, you're, you're pretty surely not doing either one of them very well, right? I think that that is something that we all struggle with sometime or another. It's like you know that you're supposed to be doing this one thing, but you're kind of doing this other thing, and, it, and it's like – 
it's like when your wife says, did you hear me? And you're like, yeah, 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 I heard you. I gotcha. And then she asks you what she just said and you have no clue, right? We, we've all been there. And that's what, that's what this is like. But I think something that is an important way to think about this is that the experiences that you are having outside of the office help you be a better architect. And so you can't always be doing the architecture because if you aren't doing the architecture, you're probably enriching your life in a way that will help your architecture. Does that make sense? No. Eh, sure. <laughs> no, I think it does, man. I mean, like that's. I it think that's great the in theory. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I think I think there are people who never unplug and they live it. They they are doing eat, sleep, breathe architecture. Yeah, totally right. Um, but I don't think that, that that necessarily makes for the best architecture or the best architect. You've got to have other outside influences that inform, you know, experiences that inform architecture. Because like we've talked about the diversity of the team having a great impact on that collaborative process. And so if, if you never get a, another perspective then are you just always regurgitating the same thing? Uh, you know, chances are pretty high that you are. If you're just using the same bag of tricks over and over and over again, uh, you're you're the one trick pony. So exactly, hoping for a different result each time. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, let's take a quick sponsor break. This episode sponsored by ArcCat. Are you tired of randomly searching the internet for building products? Would you like to have one place? Where you can find reliable building product information directly from the manufacturer. Then visit ARCAT. That's A-R-C-A-T dot com. And there you can search the ARCAT libraries for architectural building products to find specifications, CAD details, BIM objects, and more, free of charge with no registration required to download the content. ARCAT has created a website devoted to you, the building professional, to find building product information fast and hassle-free. Check out ArcCat today at ARC dot, or a, yeah, A-R-C-A-T dot com. I can't even read my own writing. This is horrible. And it's typed. <laughs> and it's, it's typed. typed. <laughs> <laughs> In bold letters with spaces. <laughs> it's yes. Comic Sans throwing you off. It, yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> so visit our sponsor, RCAT. And thanks to RCAT for sponsoring ArcuSpeak. We really appreciate their support of the show. Their continual support. They've been fantastic. Yes, yes. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. So, guys, I wanted to ask you, okay, we, we've kind of talked a little bit about you know the, the struggles of trying to manage the holiday schedules and getting work done. But do you guys also find that uh, there are times where, okay, you may be on the phone with your client or, or maybe the consultant or somebody working on the project or maybe just in a, uh, a team meeting with the, with the project manager or the project architect. And it's like, okay, well, we have to get X done, whatever it might be. And there seems to be a little bit, of, a little bit more play with the deadline and or schedules because it is maybe a holiday time. Um, the same can be true, maybe said uh, during the summertime as well. You know, when when lots of different people are taking summer vacations. So, uh, but I mean, do you find that during, say, you know, this time at the in this in the states, United States, we have the Thanksgiving holiday usually at the end of uh, November, and then um, which causes kind of 
causes some problems. And then, uh, and then of course, we have the, the Christmas holiday in December uh, or other holidays. You know, we won't get into that part of it. But, uh, I mean, it, is there is a little bit easier sometimes to say, okay, well, we can't meet this deadline or, or we only have so many people to work on it because, you know, half the people are going to be gone. And it's like, there's less of a, maybe less of a hammer or something. It's less firm on all of these sort of schedules because everybody understands from the jurisdictions to the clients, uh, to people in the office and consultants that everybody's going to be on a vacation, taking time off at some point. You're killing me here. It's like, right. it's like a stand-up. It, no. No? It's even worse. It's They may understand it, but they don't care. It's You have less time and less staff to do the same thing and deliver it at the same time. <laughs> what's, your, what's your army saying? Prior planning? Prior planning prevents piss-poor performance. So you would think... That we know that these holidays are coming. Yeah. <laughs> and we know that people are going to go out of town, so we might work a little more before that to, look, to get it all done. <laughs> look, growing up in Florida, I, we, we knew when hurricanes were coming, and we could still prepare for them, but they still were pretty damn devastating. <laughs> hurricanes, sorry, sorry, deadlines, same thing. Deadline because we didn't have power because of a hurricane. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Should have had that generator going. Right. No one can draw with a pencil anymore. No, Neil. To to go back to what you were asking, a lot of times, the worst times are the holidays. You know, the the end of year and summer, <clears throat> especially for you know uh, firms out there that are doing a lot of like public public works stuff, public schools, things like that, because. Their deadlines are, you've got, especially, you know, like public schools, give you a great example, is you've got a two-week kind of, you know, most schools let out for two weeks or close to two weeks during the Christmas time. Well, that's a perfect time to get work done, especially in the school because it's unoccupied. You can get work in there. So you're rushing to get whatever documentation, whatever permitting, whatever you need to get done so that the you can mobilize and get working the second those kids leave the school at, you know, Friday afternoon. Friday afternoon, the contractors are mobilizing and they've got X amount of time, let's say eight, nine, ten days worth of work to be able to get it done, get it cleaned up, and pretend that they were never there when the kids come back in January. And so you've got things like, you know, those little weird constraints. Then um, summertime, you have got to mobilize and get ready to go for the end of the school year. Everything has to be permitted, permits in hand, con- you know, contracts signed with the contractor, uh, mobilized. Most likely you've already reviewed you know, all of your upfront uh, submittals so that they've already, you know, placed their order for the mechanical equipment that needs to come in during the, the summertime. And the second the uh, the bell rings on the last day of school, 
contractors in there putting up their uh, safety fences and everything else and getting to work to get it done because then, and it's typically usually around like the August 17th time, you're, um, you've got to be cleaning up and getting ready to go because teachers are coming to work that, that next week and school's uh, going to be starting the week after that and you've got to pretend that you were never there. Yeah, well, those, I mean, I and, can and understand that and because those very, are very rigid schedules, right? I mean, you can only right. do schoolwork when the kids aren't in school. But, I mean, for oh. for most other projects, we, sure. we don't have those sort of and there's those uh, absolute rigid schedules. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what, what's it like in the residential world? For the residential world, for the most part, it's March 15th through October 15th or is your big days, uh, or, or I mean, those are the times because typically, uh, why, why those particular, um, because at least here in the Bay area in California, it may be different in Southern California, but those are the, uh, those are the times would be before March. Those are, uh, tend to be the wet, wetter times. It, you know, although that hasn't been true here in California for about the past four <laughs> years, <laughs> five years, uh, yeah. well, we actually just got rain today, but, uh, it, it came through pretty quick. But uh, anyway, during those wetter times, there's certain uh, aspects of doing earthwork and preparing, you know, sites for, for residential projects and, and other projects that uh, there's certain requirements for doing that type of work that have to be implemented um, during uh, outside of those dates. So anything after October 15th or before March 15th, typically. Um, so... I mean, that's, um, you know, but, you know, it's, it's such a different sort of, uh, schedule. Um, I mean, typically we'll see, um, you know, everybody wants to try and get their projects. Uh, I mean, cause I guess, I mean, if you want to try and do a remodel on a house right now is the best time to be actually working on the project in design and doing your construction drawings because you want to get in for permitting early in the first part of the year so that come March 15th or something, you're ready to hit the ground running and doing your construction. And typically after that, we don't get a lot of rain here. So you're, you're off and going, um, uh, you know, so if you start CDs on a project in the summer and you're, you don't have a permit till the fall, now you're, you know, it's getting a little dicey because it could, if we have a regular rain year here, you're going to be working through a lot of, you know, wet weather over the, uh, you know, over the winter time, and uh, that's going to slow your project down. So, um, so that's why sometimes the end of the year can be a very busy time because you're, you're really trying to get everything in. Um, maybe for a code update that may be ha- being implemented in January 1st. Uh, so you want to get those projects in prior to that so they get under the old code. Um, and then you also just kind of wanted to get them in because it could take 30 to uh, 45 days before you get your permit, just going through the comments and replying to the comments and doing all of that so that sometime by February or early March, you've got your permits and you're off to the, off to the races. I wonder how many projects go in. And this is just a pure side thought. I wonder how many projects go in early just to beat the new codes. A lot. 
Oh, depending yeah. depending on the code updates, right? Sure. I mean, in California, um, I think Evan, you mentioned something about this earlier. Was it last year or the year before? There yeah, was one of the two. Huge change in the um, energy code in California. Yeah. Um, um, oh, it, so- it would have completely ruined everybody's uh, everybody's models for that kind of stuff if if right. they would have turned them in, you know, a week later. Right. All their energy yeah. models. Yeah. So, and then the ironic thing was, at least in California, um, the software to actually run the energy, you know, to to show that a project meets the energy code wasn't ready. Yeah. And then they ended up delaying it for July. Yeah, I think it went to July one. Yeah. Yeah. So, is it a specific software that you have to use for permitting purposes? It's a specific software. For energy modeling. For energy modeling in California, yes. And it it wasn't ready for um, the changes to the energy code uh, here in California. about a monopoly there. (laughs) Uh, I think there's two different softwares. Neither one of them was ready. And the state ended up uh, delaying it till July, I think. So, um, yeah. So, anyway, I mean, back to schedules. I mean, there, there was one... I think one of the first Christmases that I worked uh, in, in one of the first larger offices I worked in, I mean, larger, there was about 30, 30 maybe 35 people. Um, for whatever reason, we were just start, you know, coming out of a, a recession at that point in time. And so a lot of people were taking time off. I think most of the office was literally gone. They were not officially closed. But there was several days during the week between Christmas and New Year's where there was the only people in the office were about the four or five people that had been hired that year because none of us had any available time to take off. You hadn't accrued anything yet. We hadn't accrued any. Yeah, either some, either you hadn't accrued anything or you'd only had accrued a few days and that was about it. So. Um, yeah, there were several days where there was only about four of us in an office of like 35 people. We were the only ones there. And uh, let's just say that there wasn't a whole lot of productive work done that day. And that's the other thing, right? I mean, what happens to productivity if you're forcing people, you know, to come into the office? I mean, unless there's a particular deadline, I mean, wow. I mean, doesn't productivity take a hit? Morale could be low. Yeah, yeah there could be some bitter feelings. Yeah. Sure. And, and also, though, the, the office is probably really quiet. You could probably get eight hours worth of work done in half that or less. Well, that's true, because you don't have uh, people calling. You don't have you don't all have the interruptions. Calling because advised. they've already taken off. <laughs> yeah, clients aren't calling you. Engineers aren't calling you. They're all on vacation. They're on their holidays. Your <laughs> boss is not there. Yeah. Right. Your project managers aren't there. Yeah. Your bosses aren't there. It's just you. It's just you. And your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> and and listening to the Arca Speak podcast, right? <laughs> sure. Keeping you company. That's right. That's right. We'll, we'll we'll keep you company on that that holiday stretch. We got a we got a back catalog of seventy five episodes to go through. <laughs> Start from the beginning again. So this episode is coming out after uh thanksgiving so uh real quick what are you guys uh doing for thanksgiving or what have what have you already done for thanksgiving what have we already done for thanksgiving well for myself um going to my mother-in-law's uh for dinner and um my wife's uh two brothers and their all their kids and family come over and uh 
and that's about it. Uh, we're not going anywhere uh, specifically. No, no travel plans. We're going to drive east to Palm Springs. Takes a couple hours to get there. That's where my parents are, and then we're going to hang out there for brunch and take the kids swimming, and it's just gorgeous out there this time of year. And then uh, we'll probably head back early afternoon and just do kind of our own family thing after that in the evening, maybe watch a movie or something and just uh, hang out here at the house. So uh, it's an all-family day, but uh, a little bit split up. We're going we're gonna to head out east and then come back home. We are heading to Detroit or the Detroit area, and we get two, count them, two Thanksgiving dinners. Because one is never enough. Because one is never enough. Jeez. So pack in the stretchy pants <laughs> and my appetite. So that's like a serious food coma. Yeah, we will be driving the next day. The tryptophan kicks in. Everybody's asleep at the table. You know, the only thing that... Uh, the second dinner. The only thing that sucks about going away for for Thanksgiving and, and the holidays and stuff is that you're going to somebody else's house. So um, rarely do we ever get to enjoy um, leftovers, that food coma for, you know, weeks to come. Yeah. Um, over no, and over. We, the gift that keeps on giving. Exactly. They, the people who invite us, they get to enjoy that. We don't. So if you're listening, brother-in-law, let us take some food home. <laughs> Stop being so dang greedy. <laughs> <laughs> leftovers are a wonderful thing i want some turkey well is, have we fully exhausted the holiday topic uh for this episode yeah i think we'll, we'll get so. back into it if if we can get our act together and pull together our annual uh gift guide episode we, well, we might have more to say about the holidays but we'll see if, if we have, if we can actually pull that off that'll be the that's a, that's our goal all right. Well, let's wrap this one up. If you have questions or comments, visit our website at arcuspeakpodcast.com. There you'll find links to our individual Twitter accounts and the Arcuspeak Podcast Facebook page where you too can join in on the conversation. And if you have an inspiring tale to tell about your Thanksgiving holiday or wherever you are in the world, your holiday, uh, either your traditions or anything like that and how that works out with uh, with your office schedules, let us know. Call the Arcuspeak podcast hotline at 415-484-8496. And if you've got uh, something that uh, might work on the show, let us know. We'll, we'll add it in. Uh, we'll, we'll do the audio. And we, we always enjoy reading the uh, Google transcripts of, uh, of your messages, too. Those are quite hilarious. So... Uh, <laughs> Can entertain us a little bit this holiday season. Yeah. <laughs> call call the show, 415-484-8496. And if you haven't already done so, leave us a review on iTunes. We just got one from Mark recently. So thank you very much for him to do that. Uh, and uh, Ed, thanks for subscribing and keep listening to the show. And we hope everyone had a, a nice Thanksgiving here in the, uh, in the States. All right. Good night. Good night.